wait a second, everyone has defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. This is mine. It did serve a purpose in my past, but it's not serving a function right now. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. So we are going to have a fun conversation we today. Are, yes, we're, we're going to have to talk fast. We are going to have to talk fast because okay. we've got a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. I want to just start by saying maybe we can all just take a deep breath and be open to hearing what we have to say today because <laughs> it might be something we would want to push back against. <laughs> Right? Yeah. But we all have experience. We do. And so part of me is like, oh, I want to talk about this, but not, I don't want to reflect personally on this. Oh. But maybe together we can be brave and reflect personally and mm-hmm. learn something about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about defense mechanisms. Wow. So don't be defensive. <laughs> That's funny. Did you like that? I liked it. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about what defense mechanisms are from mm-hmm. a therapeutic perspective. Mm -hmm. So defense mechanisms are unconscious, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. We're not choosing it. It's just natural instinct. So it's an unconscious psychological response that protects people from feelings of anxiety, threats to self-esteem and things that we don't want to think or think about or deal with defense mechanisms function to protect us. They do. Yeah. And and so, like, when I read that, I was like, oh, that's so nice to hear that there's a function to defense mechanisms. Yes. And many, many times, you know, stories we hear in our offices, especially Mm -hmm. uh, of past childhood Mm -hmm. abuse of any kind or whatever, man, the self-defense mechanisms have served as a protective role. Yes. And Mm -hmm. in many, many lives. And so, yeah, I mean, they serve as a as a healthy function. Mm hmm. However, yes, okay, in adulthood, they can also block us hmm. from growing up spiritually and emotionally. Right. So we wanted to talk about some of the most common mm-hmm. self-defense mechanisms. Yeah. And so generally, we tend to pick these up in childhood yes. where they do serve a purpose, where mm-hmm. they do um, function to protect us. Mm-hmm. But then as we get older, we're realizing that's not really serving me anymore. Right. And it's causing more harm than good. Yes. And I want to jump in and say it's not just it's not just abuse. That sure. Form them. Absolutely. Know? I use that as an example, but yeah. it's not just in abuse that we form a self Right. You know, you can get through your whole entire life without suffering abuse, but all of us have defense mechanisms. Yes, we do. Yes. Uh, From one reason or another. Yes. But we all have them. So we're going to dive into some of the most common defense mechanisms. We're getting this again from Peter Scazzaro's book. We talked about last week, his book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of talking about what does emotional health actually look like? Mm -hmm. What are some steps we can take towards emotional health? And recognizing defensive mechanisms is a step that we can take Mm -hmm. to grow in our emotional health. So this list is a list that was compiled by Peter Mm -hmm. in his book. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to go through it unpack it a little bit and see if we might resonate Mm -hmm. with one or two of these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We saw these in the book and, Oh, 
we know we know all about self-defense <laughs> mechanisms, but there's several different lists you'll find in many different books mm-hmm. of self-defense mechanisms. But um, we like his common mm-hmm. list, yeah. so we're going to go through this. And these aren't the only ones. No. There may be one no. that you use that isn't listed here, but these are the more common ones. Right. Okay, so right. Where, where do we start? Denial. <laughs> that seems like a great place to start, doesn't it? Yes. Or should I say selective forgetting? Mm, mm. That so would be true. another way of saying denial. Yeah. Selective forgetting. Yes. We refuse to acknowledge some painful aspect of reality externally or internally. Mm. For example, I I feel just fine. Mm. Yeah. How are you? I just, I just, I'm just fine. I just feel fine. Yeah. It didn't bother me a bit mm-hmm. that my boss belittled me mm-hmm. and that I got fired. That didn't bother me a bit. Right. I'm moving on. Yeah. I'm not worried in the least. Denial. Denial. That's a great example it is. of denial. Yes. Didn't bother me a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just got fired. Yes. And, and that's like, we're lying to the person asking us, how are you? But we're also lying to ourselves in that moment. Completely lying to ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Completely lying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's a really good example mm-hmm. of denial. Yeah. But you can see how that would serve to protect uh-huh. you. Absolutely. If you're like, no, it didn't hurt. Exactly. That's, I mean, like, because the alternative is admitting that it did hurt. Oh, and that I am suffering. Deep. I am in pain. It hurt deeply. Yeah. And you don't know where to go, what your next step mm. is. You need to process mm-hmm. this. You want to talk about it. But it's easier to say, I'm fine. Yeah. I can fall into that trap easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Shove it under the rug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one. Yes. Is minimizing. Hmm. Minimizing, we admit something is wrong, mm-hmm. but in such a way that it appears less serious than it actually is. Hmm. So this might be the person who's always looking for the silver lining. Mm-hmm. Always. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I have an example of that, mm-hmm. of, of a friend that said, and she remembers this all the time. Her mother did this pretty frequently. She minimized, you know, she mm-hmm. would go up, mother this, mother that. Oh, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. And one time there was a, a fire in the backyard. Oh, my goodness. And and she said, mom, mom, mom. And she said, it'll be fine. And I need to finish this dress. And mm-hmm. she was sewing a dress and it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. More serious, just like this definition, uh, we admit something is wrong, but in such a way that it it appears less serious than it actually is. Yeah. Because a fire is pretty serious. A, a fire is pretty serious. Yes. And mom didn't take it as, as serious. serious. Yeah. And his example is my son is doing okay with God. He's just drinking once in a while when in reality he is drinking very heavily mm. and rarely even sleeping at the house. Mm. So yeah. minimizing. Yes. So it's not complete denial. You are admitting mm-hmm. there is a problem, but you're minimizing the problem. You're totally minimizing it. Sure. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's not reality. Blaming others. Ooh. Okay, Susan. Mm-hmm. You're going to step on some toes now. Blaming others. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. St- blaming others is a self-defense mechanism. Sure. Then I don't have to own it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that be- that's why it's a self-defense mechanism. Yes. We deny responsibility for our behavior and and project it 
out there onto mm. another. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason my brother is sick in the hospital is because the doctors messed up his medications. Right. That would be a statement. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason he's sick. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And we could go back to the reason I ate the apple. Right. Is because the woman you gave me. That's exactly right. We <laughs> can go me, all, all the way, way back, back to the beginning. Yes. yes. So okay. blaming others, I would say that's a very common defense mechanism. That's right. Yeah. And we talk about all the time what makes this make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's why my brother is sick in mm-hmm. the hospital. Because okay. of somebody else. That's right. Yes. And the next one would be the opposite, blaming yourself. Mm. Blaming yourself. We inwardly take on the fault. We inwardly take on the fault. Yeah. It's my fault. Mom doesn't take care of me and drinks all the time. Mm. It's because I'm not worth it. Wow. That's huge. Oh, my heart just oh, me too. breaks when it I hear statements just, like that. Oh, when I hear that narrative yeah. in my office, I'm just, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. But when you're a kid and mom's drinking and you don't know how to process that. It must be something I'm doing. It must be something I'm doing. And we hear it all the time Mm -hmm. in the office with uh, mom and dad getting a divorce. It must be my fault. Exactly. I've done something wrong to cause this. Right. They're fighting over me. Right. So it must be my fault. Or there's a betrayal or infidelity or pornography addiction. Well, it must be my fault. It must be my fault. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And that's Mm -hmm. why the other person is hurting me. Yeah. Self-defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. It is. Rationalizing is the next one. This is a big one. Very, very popular one. Sure. Rationalizing. We offer excuses. Here's another word. Justifications Mm -hmm. is a big word on this one. To provide an inaccurate explanation of what is going on. Hmm. Did you know that John has a genetic disposition toward rage that runs in his family? Hmm. That's why the meetings aren't helping him. Hmm. Yeah. So we're rationalizing other people's behavior. We're looking for an excuse. Excuse. Yeah. We're looking for an excuse for that rage. Yeah. I can see how that would serve as a function. Mm -hmm. Like that feels to me like, Mm -hmm. well, of course I want to rationalize this because I don't do really well with things that don't make sense. Right. 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 So it's got to be his family of origin. Exactly. It runs in the family. Right. There's got to be a genetic disorder. There's Mm got to be a reason for Mm -hmm. it. Um, And I think, you know, we talk about a lot, like trying to figure out what makes this make sense. Right. But this is taking that to an unhealthy way of really just trying to justify or excuse behavior. Right. Because we're coming up with a reason for it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Rationalizing. Mm -hmm. Right. Not identifying and dealing with the true issue at hand. Right. Because some things we cannot tolerate. Yeah, absolutely. Behavior. Yeah. Intellectualizing. Ooh, now you're going to step on my toes. Mm, <laughs> intellectualizing. That is spoken from a five. Yes, Enneagram. I am an Enneagram five and uh-huh. I'm very good at intellectualizing. Intellectualizing. Things. We give analysis, theories, and generalities to avoid personal awareness mm. and difficult feelings. Mm-hmm. So here would be the quote. My situation is not that bad compared to how others are suffering in the world. What do I have to cry about? Hmm. I remember the first time somebody um, was bold enough to say 
you know, all that research you do and all that knowledge you have in your head, what are you trying to hide from? Oh, wow. And I was like, what? Mm. And I was like offended. Mm -hmm. But then I really sat with it and I was like, no, this is a defense mechanism. Mm. I am trying to protect myself from being vulnerable. And I think it said in there of like, we intellectualize so that we don't have to personally get involved. Mm. And it was like, no, I'm protecting myself from being vulnerable Mm. by being smart enough and having enough knowledge Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Another great example. And this is you Mm -hmm. uh, saying it to me. I remember when we were studying the Bible Uh so much, you said, I read everything Uh there was out there. You could possibly read about Jesus. Yep. And then I got to know him. Right. And then I received him in my heart and I got to know him. Yeah. And it was the most precious thing. Mm -hmm. You said that it was just like, Everything changed. Right. You know, yeah. I, I quit. I had so many commentaries before yes, I knew him and I because, was just researching him to death. Right. Because what I had been taught my whole life was if you know enough and if you learn mm-hmm. enough, then you're safe enough. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always work. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Distracting is another one. Okay. Distracting. Especially in 2022. Mm-hmm. We are very good at distracting. Mm-hmm. We change the subject mm-hmm. or engage in humor mm-hmm. to avoid threatening topics. Mm-hmm. Why are you so focused on the negative? Look at the great time we had as a family last Christmas. Mm-hmm. That is a very common it self-defense is. mechanism. Yeah. I've got kind of a funny example. Okay. I remember Jake, our youngest, who is now 35, but when um, Steve would coach his basketball Mm -hmm. team when he was younger, he would be running down the court. And uh, Jake was a a, a really good three-pointer, but he would be doing something else that Steve would really be trying to teach him. And Mm -hmm. he would be messing. And Steve would be going, Jake, you know, running down the court practically Mm -hmm. with him. And he would be trying to tell him something. and, And then Jake would just look at him and he'd go, but did you see the three-pointer? <laughs> really distracting Steve yes. from trying to teach and coach yes. him something. And Steve said, I want to be irritated with him. Right. But then when he'd say that, he'd go, Uh, Yes, you know, but distracting. Yes. That was Jake's self-defense mechanism. Yes. To tell me the negative thing, I'm going to distract with the good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so easy for us to also use humor. You know, I mean, I saw a meme once. I think this is this our first time bringing memes into the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I thought this was hilarious. I actually sent it to my best friend and the meme said, did you have a happy childhood or are you funny? <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. But I think that that's just, it's a natural defense mechanism of, you know, if you can't sit with the pain, yes. then make a joke about it. Yeah. Even if the joke is turned towards yourself. Yes. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the last one is becoming hostile. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We get angry or irritable when reference is made to certain subjects. Mm. So don't talk about Joe. He's dead. It's not going to bring him back. Mm. Yeah. So we do. That's a self-defense mechanism. We get angry or irritable when references are made. Uh, to certain topics, yes. like they're off limits to us. Right. And if somebody, that's a self-defense yes. mechanism. Yes. And when that topic's brought up, we instantly go into that mm. 
anger kind of stance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a a quick run through Mm -hmm. of some of the most common self-defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. And this is brought up because we need to be self-aware. Yes. About some of these. Yeah. Going through this list, I'm thinking, yeah, I need to be self-aware. Yeah. So we we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how a family is a system mm-hmm. and it operates kind of in this system, like everything affects everything else. Mm-hmm. How do these defense mechanisms affect relationships and affect families? Oh, big time. Mm-hmm. You know, because if one subsystem, mm-hmm. as we call each individual in a larger system, is in denial, mm. especially, you know, if a family member passes yeah, and, and we're all grieving over here and a, another family member is, you know, rejoicing, carrying on, not grieving. I know that we all know that right. everyone grieves at a different pace yeah. and everything, but it does kind of. Affects um, the whole system. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it's unbalanced, yeah. and we're all trying to maneuver around this mm-hmm. one family member that's rejoicing, or mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? And I'm moving on, mm. and and they're perhaps in denial. That's their self protection. Yes, you know they're moving on. Yeah, and they don't like it that we're grieving and crying. Yeah, and we're so grieving then that at puts our strain on the, it does on the relationship. And maybe you feel like, well, I can't grieve because yeah, and yeah. they're and they're angry with us because we're they think we're moping and mm-hmm. and not moving on, and that really upsets them. And and yeah. so you got to see the balance of hey, 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 yeah, we're all grieving Mm -hmm. at different times and different paces Mm -hmm. and it's okay but you do have to come together and have that conversation Mm -hmm. so that we're not at each other right right, and looking and pointing fingers and here's another one blaming each other yes because that's another self-defense mechanism i'm just thinking of how that can like affect a family it can when you've got someone who their go-to defense mechanism is to blame other people that can wreak havoc on a family it can because if that one starts then guess what else starts the triangulation yes uh, among family members Uh, and then we have people choosing sides and having conversations behind other people's backs yes and then they're in here in the office, <laughs> yes. you know, and then and then they learn about triangulation. Uh-huh. Is this happen? And then they have to set up healthy boundaries. Right. And so it these and mm-hmm. that's why we're talking about them mm-hmm. um, mainly to be recognized. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing that, or oh, right, we're doing that, and that that may not be healthy. Yeah. So and and in the case of denial and grief, like I gave that example. Mm-hmm. The recognition of it and the awareness of it, mm-hmm. a conversation mm-hmm. can really help heal that. Sure. Like, I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. but we're not grieving like that. We've got to understand that we, we all grieve at different paces, mm-hmm. you know, different ways. Yeah. So, you know, let's band together yes. and, yeah. and love each other, not hurt each other yeah. through this. Yeah. And Because that would be both blaming and hurting mm-hmm. and denial. Yeah, for sure. And I think something that's important with this, too, is to go back where we started with this definition of defense mechanisms do function to protect us. Yes. And so I think when we become aware of it, Mm -hmm. it can be a natural instinct to be like, oh, I'm doing that thing again. I'm blaming, you know, or I'm Mm -hmm. in denial or whatever. But 
instead of having that posture of being angry with yourself Mm -hmm. for being defensive Mm -hmm. to just stop and be like, wait a second, everyone has defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. This is mine. It did serve a purpose in my past, but it's Mm -hmm. not serving a function right now. Yeah, You know, and Um, to just, instead of being angry that you have a defense mechanism, mm -hmm. recognize how it has served you Mm -hmm. and then realize, but it's not serving me now. So it's okay to let it go. Absolutely. And I'm going to add on to that. A really, really healthy thing to Mm -hmm. do is to go, okay, God, what's going on right now? Mm. Yeah. You know, what's going on? Right. If I am. If I'm feeling defensive. Yes. There's a reason. Yeah. And if I'm blaming Carrie for something right now, what what's really going on right now? Mm -hmm. And I want to know, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can get to that point of Mm self-awareness and then get with God to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why this is so important to be able to recognize and identify. Yeah. If you can recognize that about yourself Mm -hmm. and then ask, is it true? Is Mm -hmm. this more about Carrie or is this more about me? Mm -hmm. And then be willing to hear, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's more about me, I need to deal with something. Sure. If it's if it's Carrie stuff, I need to I need to not own your stuff. Right. And you don't need to own my stuff. But if if it's recognizable that I've got this self. okay, God, what is this about? Yeah. What's really Mm -hmm. going on here? Yeah. And I think if we can get to that point to where we recognize what's really going on, Mm -hmm. even just saying that my body feels softer Mm -hmm. thinking about it. And when we talk about defense mechanisms, my body feels very hard and like I want to lean forward and be like on my guard. But then when I'm like, what's really going on here? I kind of soften into that and I don't feel as defensive. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's a good kind of first step we can take. Yes, definitely. But we all have defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. It's normal. Mm -hmm. We just got to figure out how to navigate them. Exactly. And find some healthier expressions. Exactly. All right. This is good stuff. Mm -hmm. Again, the book that we pulled a lot of this from today is Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Scazzaro. It's our favorite book. Mm -hmm. We would make everybody read it if we could. Yeah. (laughs) We've read it several times. We have. We have. Um, So I hope this was helpful and I hope people don't feel defensive. That's exactly. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.